Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> this podcaster named Sean Allen... ASAP, another Sean Allen podcast. ASAP, another uh, Sean Allen podcast. ASAP, thank you for tapping in. Follow wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple and Spotify listeners, rate and write a review. I got a returning guest, special guest, Demonde. He's a podcast pro. Two new guests. Um, Podcast versions, actually. My boy, Brandon. And my boy Kalan, both of our good friends, welcome both to ASAP. Thank you, all glad three to be guys. Here. Glad Thank to be you. here. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. Three distinguished black men that I look up to. Oh, a little bit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but so we're gonna have fun. We've been drinking. Uh, what do you bring us in here? Tequila. What kind? Uh, I wish I can pronounce it. Haradura. Oh God! He bought us some uh, corner store. Well, it was, it's it's like Palm Springs leftovers. <laughs> it ain't Jose. So the U.S. is the number one consumer of tequila in the world. I believe that. Whenever I spent time in Europe, I never saw much tequila. Yeah, that they was, they said Mex- we drink more tequila than Mexicans, people from Mexico anywhere in the world. Oh wow! In America, yeah. yeah. And what he said, he said tacos too, right? And they don't even drink Jose Cuervo in Mexico. I was asking for a Jose Cuervo shots. They were like, "Oh, we don't have that." So I bring that up because we're drinking. <laughs> oh mean? wait, no, we're drinking this right. That was Blanco, right? That is Blanco. Okay, so Blanco, you mix with drinks. Um, what's the second one called? Uh, Reposado. Reposado. Two types of Reposado. Yeah. Okay, Reposado. You do shots. You could do. That's what you do for shots. Mm-hmm. And then the what's the other one called? Anejo. It's, Anejo. Yeah, the one you sip. The with top ice. tier. You yeah. sip. Yeah. You just mm-hmm. sip. Almost like a. Did you guys know that? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. Because it's it's based you gave me on a whole the age. education. So, um, reposado is maybe like, well, how about this? It's, it's, it's age, but not as age as Anejo. Mm -hmm. Right. Anejo is the oldest. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the silver or the Blanco is like 11 months aged uh, and then everything else from 11 months to fucking 12 years is what you could take sips of or take shots of. I was like, wow. So the yeah. darker the tequila is the one you want to take a shot of or take a sip of. Yeah. yeah. And they was taking, they was talking shit about, what's that stuff y'all be drinking? Oh, Casamigos? No, they didn't talk about Casamigos. What's it called? Azul or something? Oh, az- Azul tequila? What's the tequila in the, uh, 
Oh, oh, the, the nice with, bottle with the bell on the top of it. I've never had oh, it. So my brother gets Casa that. Don, it's not Don Julio. Casa Azul. Yeah, it has a little silver thing. They was talking less about that. Yeah. It was like it's. I mean, not. they say you pay three hundred dollars for the bell. Yeah, for the bottle. It is a beautiful bottle, though. It and is then tequila bottle. just comes. What we do here at ASAP is we have a little fun. So this was just tailored for two people, but we have two extra guests. We have a ghost who's not on the mic yet, but we have Brandon here who joined us. So what I'm going to do is actually let me keep it the same way it is, and I'm going to have you jump in. It's five questions, okay? Five questions. I'm going to switch it up. So, Kalan, you go first. And since this is your first time here in Demande, you go after. Kalan, Demande, Kalan, Demande. And the last question, five questions, you got to guys pay attention. We're all going to kind of join in on the conversation. Four short questions, you only pick one, okay? You can't pick two. You can't be in between, okay? Kalan, Los Angeles or Atlanta? Los Angeles. Why not? Why not Atlanta? So your no, thoughts on wait wait wait, wait 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 hold on. Your thoughts on LA has changed from when I first met you to now. They have. So that's very like elitist and elitist? economical, uh, economical because you're making money that you weren't making. So, okay, so that's that. Wait, well, hold on, hold on. So this is true. So listen. So you weren't making the money you're making now. You're first in L.A., and now you're making the money that you're making now, and it's a completely different experience for you. Does that have a lot to do with it? I would say that that has a small part to do with it. What what changed from the first go-around to the second one? Because the first time, we ran you out of here, and you came back. uh, I wouldn't say you ran me out of here. I don't get ran out of places. But um, what I will say is is that my experience is is just a lot different. I'm looking at it from a different lens, and I think that a lot of it was due to the fact that the people that I connected with my first time here, uh, it just really wasn't um, a a good vibe. And so, you know, now I've connected with with a lot more people who are, you know, goal-oriented and really – you know, working as masters in their craft and doing really great things, you know, out in the community. So that is really important to me at this stage in my life. So um, I think it's all about really the connections in L.A. and who you meet and hang out with. So who were the people before? Um, a lot of implants, I would say. You know, most of the people that I hang out with now are, to my ears. are genuinely, you know, born and raised either in California or in Los Angeles. So there is a distinct difference between the people who, you know, flew here versus the people who grew here. Right. I mean, we hear that all the time, right? Alvinus, he's going to be on the mic later. It's so funny because the last episode I posted, shout out to Queen Queen. She said, too, she's from New York, and she was like, her experiences with people who are from here. I noticed that I do get close to L.A. natives. Because they're more real to me. See what I'm saying? Exactly. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? My spirit takes natives. All of the natives are the people that I'm closest to. Those are the people who I love and those are the people who are in my life. The natives. That's like every place. Because I hear the same thing about people from Atlanta. People who are from Atlanta are cool as fuck. And the people that move to Atlanta from other places, well, fuck it. Wouldn't you agree, Brandon? I agree. Yeah, you know, so uh, I feel like people take on personas of what they think that per- oh, that particular yeah. city is. 
Right. And so, but you're you're an implant too. In L.A. Yeah. Yeah. So would you say what he said is true? Like the experiences you have with the people that are from here are mm-hmm. most of my dearest friends in L.A. are from L.A. Right. Like I don't have a lot of friends who moved here. Demande podcast or TV, and I won't get mad with your answer. TV. Why TV? I like to, I think for me, I like to escape reality, and TV helps me do that. So I like to watch scripted TV shows. I don't really watch uh, the reality shows. I like to watch scripted shows with a plot, with a twist, because, I mean, we, we all live real life every single day. Right. You know, so I don't need to sit at home, and I just want to kind of, when I'm watching TV, which is rare, right, when I do watch TV, kind of want to just chill and escape i listen to my podcast and stuff at the gym i listen to both when you're driving right when i'm when i'm driving i like to listen to podcasts but when i'm like just chilling and relaxing i want to just watch tv a good show and just kind of escape you know it's funny i love i said this to you earlier it kind of stuck with me i love 48 i love cops i love a fucking investigative (laughs) cop show who got murdered and I like to watch it. He don't watch it at all. You're in law enforcement. And what you said to me is like, I work this every day. I don't want to fucking <laughs> watch it on TV. Right. I don't need That's to watch real. the news. I see the, the people that y'all watching <laughs> on the news. I'm there in my custody every day. I love. I don't need to watch reality TV. First 48. I want to get away. Y'all remember you know? the black girl on First 48, that black lady? I think she was on the Memphis shows. You know what I'm talking about? Never mind. Okay. Kalan. <laughs> Who is eating first, you or the kids? The kids. Really? Yeah. Mm. Brandon, what do you say about that? About what? Eating Who's eating first, you or the kids? Uh, my kids. Demande, what do you got to say about that? I mean, in my household, growing up, my dad always ate first. But it was just me, my mom, and my dad. I'm my only child. My mom would make my dad play first, and she'd give me mine. And... I knew there was a science behind it. I still don't know what it is today. That's why I'm like, why are you asking this question? But I, I'm i going to eat first before the kids. Because we all going to eat. Wow. I bought the food. We all going to eat. We So, like, we ate in my house, mom, dad, three kids, whoever got to the food first. Oh. We didn't have, like, a structured dinner time. I was rich. Or maybe it's up <laughs> until a certain age. I think I will let my kids eat first until maybe, like, 10 or 11. I think maybe at a certain point the kids should be cooking for you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Maybe, you know. Yeah. That's crazy because I ate last. No, I, mean, we, I ate before my mom. I just don't but, remember that growing up. I don't remember that being a thing. What made you ask that? Is that so? Is that a thing? Is that because I seen something earlier today and was like, "Who's eating first, the man or the kids?" And it was a big debate, and I was like, yeah. "Whoa!" Um, I just don't rem- like. I don't remember that being a thing. I remember just eating whenever you want to eat. Dinner ready. Let me make your food. I mean, and- don't get me wrong. While I'm preparing dinner, I'm definitely snacking on something. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, but I will say, I feel like my mom would let me eat before her whereas my dad i think that he would be like i'm eating you just fend for yourself that's definitely true as well demande and kalan and brandon okay 
It's about to be a fight. Uh-oh. Oh. Sigmas, alphas, or kappas? Who's better? <laughs> you ain't got no pride, huh? You don't want me to answer I, first. You don't want me to answer first. I think you should answer. I mean, first. you, I, you talk, I, I don't think you want me to answer first. I, I've been in the game for too long. <laughs> I'll be 15 years as a Sigma this year. Long time. Um, of course, my organization is the best. You know, of course it is. Which one? Okay, which one was here first? I mean, his Alpha Phi Alpha, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. But I've been here before him, so we're going to talk about this. Um, no, every organization got an amazing. Which black one was Martin Luther King in? Alpha. Oh wow! So that makes him the best. No, it don't. But. I mean, Beta Sigma chapter 1959. What about you, Brandon? What do you got to say about it? Uh, Mr. Kappa. So, okay, okay. So, uh, so I'm not even going to have to answer that question. Introduce us first before we get into it. Okay, so Demande, they already know you. Demande is a Sigma. Brandon is a Kappa. And Kalan is an Alpha. 06 to my brothers at Aiden Mulanda chapter in Gastonia, North Carolina. I'm, so I'm not in, I'm not Greek black I'm not Greek or anything like that, so this was fascinating to me because the school I went to I went to a PWI it wasn't a big deal, and they tried I was approached but I was like let me start my own <laughs> because I didn't know the history behind any of it you see what I'm saying, <laughs> um so then I meet these incredible men and all three of these guys are a part of these black organizations. And I would like to dive into that because, like, why? What was the reason? Like, what's the benefit of it? You know, the history. Why did you connect with which one you connected with? The stereotypes and the bullshit about it. You know what I mean? Um, who's been in the game the longest? How long have you been a Kappa? Spring 09. Fall 08. Oh, wow. So, Demonde. But we should go with the first fraternity. You got to pay your homage. Oh, wait. Okay, so yeah, what order are we going? We should go with... Wait, Alpha then who's... Kappa, then, Alpha Kappa Sigma. Who came after him? Alpha Kappa Sigma. Oh, so you're the you're the last. Not, not the last. last. No. Not the last. Not no last. disrespect. The last is Iota's. 1963 yeah. is the last. You don't have any Iota's but. in the room. Oh. <laughs> what's it like that? Omega? That the girl's like... Who's the one that make the monkey sound? Oh, oh God. Yeah, well, we're 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 changing that image. So oh, that was you. We're changing that image. Okay. Yeah, that was something that should not have that started. That should not have. So okay, <laughs> the question I have for you, and a lot, stuff could be edited out. Why did you join this organization of all the organizations? Which why was this one the one that like stuck out to you? I think it was the fact that for me. When I, after I did my research, I found that there were so many great and intellectual thinkers in Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Right. And a lot of these thinkers led really powerful movements that helped impact, shape, and even marginally, you know, improve the conditions for black people. Right. And for me, that's what really touched me in a way that said I wanted to be a part of that movement even if I was walking behind it. Right. 
at this age, though, because usually when people get into that, they're young. There were. I'm not saying you old. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm 45. There were there are people who are older than me, you know, in my process right. that wow really wanted to make this at this stage of their life, you know, an important factor so that right. they could also contribute to the ideals, the aims, you know, and the mission of, you know, what it means to be an alpha man. Right. I have a friend, you guys know her, she's an AKA. So she did it late too. And I asked her, I said, why'd you do it late? She said, because I want to hurry up and finish school and get my career going. And she said, I couldn't do no extra stuff. She wasn't a part of any groups or any type of extracurricular activities or anything like that. So she said that she went graduate chapter. Am I saying that right? Yeah, graduate. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Or and, alumni, and she said she had the time to do it, and you know she was established. She had her money right. She didn't have to worry about school too much because she was just coasting through to get her master's, and she went through with the AKA thing. You said that there were a lot of older guys in your. I won't say a lot, but there were some. There were some older men, you know, in that were a part of my process that uh, wanted to do this right. and, and waited their whole lives to be able to do it. How long is the process, though, for you to start? Every organization is different, um, you know, but it, it can range from months to years. And each school or area region has, like, a different chapter or something? Every organization organizes themselves differently. So right. some call them, some call their, you know, specific areas states. Some call them regions. Some call them areas, districts. 
there's a lot of different terminology that floats between different organizations. How does it feel being a part of the organization now? Amazing. Um, for me, I was always someone who was was adverse to kind of the unknown. Right. And going through this process, you have to submit to a lot of unknowns and a lot of uncomfortable situations that you can't control. I'm also a control freak. Right. So uh, being it, being in that position was really uncomfortable for me in a lot of ways, but it also helped me develop a muscle that I didn't know I had. Right. I agree with that part. Yep. Okay. So being honest, I've known you for some years now and you're successful. You have an amazing career. You do what you want to do. You got the financial freedom that most of us dream of. When I think of these organizations, I think of like networking and I think of like jobs and I think of like benefits of joining an organization and you have everything. So I was like, it's kind of confusing for me. You know what I mean? I was like, what was the point of him? A person who has everything already. You have the house, the picket fence, the job, the cars, the travel, the property, you know, you have a lot, right? You, you know what I mean? You're, kind of in your coasting stage, right? Um, yeah, I appreciate that. I think that every bit of life is, is a journey. Right. And this is just a, 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 a part of the journey I just decided to take. Bucket list? Um, I won't necessarily say bucket list. It wasn't something I, I, could, I could not leave the earth without. But I will say that um, it was just something that I wanted to, um, to do. Right. And um, it came to me at, a, at what I think is a really good time in my life. Okay. And uh, it just. I'm again, part of your legacy. I'm not part of a legacy, no. No, I'm the first. I'm saying, no, the legacy you're creating is. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, there's, I'm the. I'm your, on my your, your lifetime movie is going to include Alpha. <laughs> well, or not lifetime but, this probate, okay your bt lifetime. plus movie my bad i hope it does <laughs> bt plus 5.99 a month i mean okay so that's that's a great answer what about you brandon like what was your reason for joining your organization well being from the south i mean greek life is 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 kind of like the fabric of society in a sense right and so like a lot of my family members were Greek. And so it was almost expected that I would be Greek because, you know, that was just the norm, you know, just go to attend the HBCU and pledge. Wait, what school did you go to? Alabama Agricultural and Mechanical University. Oh, wow. I thought you went to Morehouse. You went to Morehouse? I went to Morehouse for two years. I didn't graduate from there. Okay. And you went to Alabama, what is it called? A&M University. Okay, but say all that, what you said? Agricultural University. and Mechanical <laughs> University. Okay, so, and you come from a family, a line of people, black Greeks. Were they Kappas too, or? No, actually, I'm the only one. So what was your, was your dad one? No, he considered pledging Alpha, but he, he never went out for it. Oh. So what was the reason, okay, it was part of the fabric, being from the South, but who what made i mean so you just knew yeah i just grew i just grew up around it it was it was just a part it was just a part of my family a lot of my family members were greek and so modeling what they did when they were in right. college i just i felt like i had to do it why that organization though 
for me, it was, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I feel like it was a little bit of stereotype uh, in the beginning. But when I researched the organization, you know, achievement in every field of human endeavor, I felt like I resonated the most with that. Right. And because I feel like I'm an achiever and I always try to to be the highest achiever in everything that I that I do. And so that has always resonated with me and continues to resonate with me today. What's the stereotype? Uh, I mean. Yo, since I got your attention, if you haven't, make sure you follow the spot wherever you listen to podcasts and Apple and Spotify listeners. Don't forget to rate and write a review. And what about Sigma? What made you choose that organization? I think for me, um, I was a first-generation college student. So before I even picked which college I was going to, I had a um, – my parents was like, my mom was, you're going to stay close wherever you go. My dad was like, Is, you're going to go to college or you're going to get out and pay rent. Um, there was no push to just do more than go right. either go to college or go find a trade right. or find something to do. Um, but I had a track coach in high school, and he was alpha. And he was like, I was getting all these acceptance letters. I was very, very good in high school. To get all these, all these acceptance letters, and he's like, hey, I'm alpha, you know, so whatever you do, whenever you go to college, pledge a fraternity. He never pushed alpha, but he always pushed Doing something. He's right. like, do a black fraternity, do a black fraternity. So I got into a, a lot of schools. I got into a bunch of HBCUs, but I ended up going to a PWI. I went to the University of California, Davis, UC Davis, uh, by Sacramento. And um, I was kind of forced to go there. My mom was like, this is where you're going. It's a good school. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> um, you don't need to go to Howard. I had gotten to Howard. You need to go over there. That's too far. I need my baby and my only child, blah, blah, blah. So I went to UC Davis. And I would just remember what my track coach said. He said, pledge alpha, pledge something, pledge a sig- pledge fraternity, do whatever you do. So I did my research. I felt like Sigma was the only organization that I felt like I fit in with. Right. I was all about my scholarship. I was all about my grades. But I, I cared about my image, too. So Sigmas are the smartest, like... No, I'm not going to say that. That's that's not what we're... I don't know. What's the Sigma stereotype? I, I'm going to keep it real with you, because I'm not, I'm not going to... I'm not one to sugarcoat or, or lie or bullshit you nerds. Not okay. smart nerds, but just like... About their books. Not about their books, but just like everybody's friend. I, I would say that they, they, they were everybody's friend. I joined them because I felt like I was different from them. I didn't even look at Kappa because I felt like I had to be a, a role. I had to play a role. Right. I didn't look at Q because I felt like I had to play a role. Alpha, yeah, didn't want to, I didn't want to do that. And we didn't have IOTAs at my school. Um, so Sigma was like the perfect choice for me. Right. And, yeah, I pledged at 19. Have no regrets. So, like, when, okay, so when you, uh, Brandon and Demande, you guys are young in school, pledging, freshman year, college or whatever. Do you think about, like, oh, this is going to get me a job and I'm going to be successful? Was that, like, a thought? Cause that, so, <laughs> me not being a black Greek, that's the only thing I think of is, like, networking and being placed in some type of position or something like that. Then Kalan comes in and just changes the whole 
my whole thought process of why people join these organizations, you know, and that was really, that's curious to me, you know, so did you think that as a, you know, a 19 year old freshman going into school that, okay, I finished, I'm going to, my brother's going to put me in this position or my sister, because you guys refer to the sorority girls as sisters, right? Well, they do. Some of them. Yeah, we do. Did you, was that a thought or? I would say yes. At that young age, if you are an ambitious student and you're involved on campus, you know, you you are looking to network and make connections and you're all about upward mobility, especially, you know, going to a HBCU. Right. You really want to capitalize on finding people who are going to uplift other black folks. So, yeah, I would say that was one of the reasons why I joined. And you got to think I was I I joined or pledged in the South and in Alabama. Right. And so that in Alabama, Greekdom is social currency. Okay. Yeah. I, I 100% agree. It's like, at least with my school, it's I had to seek out the blacks. I had to seek out people who were African-American who had interests like me. Because only 600 people went to UC Davis. Out of 30,000 students, 600 people were black. So you had to find those black folks who were in organizations. Right. And when you found them, the first thing they said was networking career advancement opportunities and as a 19 year old um sophomore student you want to do whatever you can to finish college first and get a a top paying here good job so i'm gonna do what i can so that's how i got sold and i'm i'm happy with it you know it got me to where i am right now uh a lot of opportunities but when you're bright eyed and bushy tail of course that that that's what it works that's what works that's, I mean, that's dope. I mean, that's what I thought. I thought about girls, party, and then I get out and I just get this amazing salary job. And it'll guarantee. It don't me. happen like that, though. I, I mean. But I also think that these organizations are what you make it. Right. And depending on who the person is and what they want to glean from it will determine how they show up in the organization, how they benefit from the organization. Um, so I think it really depends. Per- it, it, it differs from person to person. I it think depends, it's, it's, yeah. it's hard to say that everybody reaps and reaps the same benefits, have the same experience because you have some folks who ha- who love their Greek experience. Right. And then you have those who, like it's the worst thing they've ever done so it's just it just really just depends on the person and how they were how they were brought up through the organization so i'm going to assume too that uh, reaching is has a lot to do with the two it it depends on it depends on the job too like i've had frat brothers who have told me hey apply to this law enforcement agency just apply but you can't get me into a job that requires eight eight to ten different exams Right. If I fail an exam, you can't pull me and make me into the job. So it's all about how you drive. You know what I'm saying? What I've learned most about my fraternity and how I move throughout my fraternity is just lifelong friendships and brotherhood and just just lifelong people who I would have in my life if I were to fall on hard times, if I were right. to need somebody to help out a family member. That's more important than any networking for in a career advancement that you can ever find. Because I know if I ever lost my job, I can go stay with my line brother 
who got a 10-bedroom house because he's in the CEO somewhere. And that's just as good as you getting me a job because right. you're keeping right. me on my feet. Right. So, uh, what about you, Brandon? Like, is that the same way you kind of looked at it? So, what I and this is for all you guys. So, when I think of like Black Greek, you from the South, you kind of from the, you did your bit in the South or whatever. It's a little bit different. It's way different out there in the South than it is on the West Coast. You know what I mean? So, I do see. So, Kalan, to you, to your point. If you lived in the South and you did this at this age in the South, I see it more beneficial the way I'm looking at it, the way I looked at fraternity versus you living in L.A. You know, I just say that, you know, every region attracts a, a different, different culture talent and different types of culture, yeah, different okay. types of people. I agree with that. You know? So, um, you know, it's 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 all about basically whatever it is that you identify with, that's what you're going to gravitate right. to. Right. Are there any well-known sigmas that we, we know? Yeah. George Washington Carver. That's the peanut butter. Bill Clinton. <laughs> Bill Clinton. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wayne Brady. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so Wait, so Bill Clinton is an honorary member? He is an honorary member. Are there any famous like Kappas that we know? Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of them are, like, entertainers, like Cedric the Entertainer. Um, okay, so he doesn't fit the stereotype. <laughs> I mean, but when you look, I'm pretty sure when you look at us in our entirety, we we probably don't look at Very like diverse, right? So what prompted this whole thing, though, because I was curious, because, you know. But you that's know, good, though, that we're moving this, what's away, What's your definition though? of a stereotype for um, you think of Cedric the Entertainer, he's an entertainer, confident, smart, funny, popular, famous. What are you thinking of them when you see when you see a so Kappa? So when they say Kappa, they always say light skinned, pretty boy. There we go. That's what I was but, hoping you But saying. Sean, but that, like that's a good thing that we're moving away from that because we have right. very toxic stereotypes. So yep. is Cedric the Entertainer a, oh he's not honorary, he's a real Yeah, we don't have any oh, honoraries. Okay, okay. <laughs> Part two of this episode will air next week. So please make sure you follow wherever you listen to podcasts and Spotify and Apple listeners. Don't forget to rate five stars and write a review. And before you go, follow me at Not Sean Allen Everywhere in the pod page at Here ASAP. Or just follow the links in the description of this episode. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 